What is up, everyone? Thanks for coming back to uh, Jeff Needs Sports. Um, it's 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 almost that time of year. We're about to kick off the NFL in a couple of weeks. I got a, a great guest with great returning guest with me tonight. One of my partners in crime, uh, Couch Coach Live, is here tonight to talk some a uh, little, little different twist on the NFL preview. Uh, thanks for coming on, Coach. Hey, man, definitely appreciate you having me, man. Definitely looking forward to this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I like this. So, uh, you know, <laughs> just for the listeners, the viewers out there, basically what it was was we know, you you know, there's a ton of good sites and, you know, even the guys on the Off the Ball Network, there's a lot of NFL previews. So I'm doing something just a tad different here. We're going to kind of kind of preview maybe uh, what you would call the storylines. Uh, we're kind of calling it the pressure cooker. Uh, that's what we'll start with. So uh, as we go, you'll, you'll, you'll get the theme here. So. So our, our our first category, a coach, I called it the pressure cooker. So this is basically the the players or teams that I feel really have the most quote unquote pressure on them this season to to perform or live up to an expectation or so so on and so forth. So I'll start off since you know I won't put you on the spot here. Um, one of my first guys, and I'll have to explain this. I actually got Lamar Jackson on here. For a couple of reasons, and I know he's only a third-year guy, but he's coming off the greatest, one of the greatest seasons of a quarterback's ever had in the NFL. But he, you know, obviously he's got everybody doubting him because you know he he ran so much, and you know that's all a running quarterback's always going to be doubted. And you know he didn't he he didn't want a playoff game, and um, you know. He, he himself told everybody, like, it's, you know, this is only the beginning. It's only going to get better. But I think in reality, like, there's a lot of pressure to, like, to, if he repeats that season, he'll have two of the best quarterback seasons back-to-back -back in history. So that that's that's what he's got to live up to. So I got uh, I got Lamar Jackson there. What do you think about that? I agree. And it's funny. And the only reason why, because the bar is set so high in Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing where you're right. And if – if we're looking at it from, if we want to compare them to, Patrick Mahomes had an MVP season, lost to New England in the in the uh, AFC Championship game. Yep. And then had somewhat of a, a less stellar year the following year, which was last year. Yep. And I actually agree. won and won a Super Bowl. So, yeah, the, that is very and that's and and I didn't put him on a list because that's kind of like, but that makes sense because the bar is set so high. I, I, I guarantee you. If Patrick Mahomes didn't have it, didn't win the Super Bowl last year, it wouldn't even be it. It would just be you know a situation where yeah he just needed to improve. But now the pressure's on, and now yep. can, you know because now if he wants to get that being that five hundred million dollar, if he wants to sign a long term deal like that, he's got to be he's got to match that effort. Exactly, and plus, I mean, he's he's fighting generations of the stigma of the running quarterback. We'll just say running quarterback. We know what everybody's saying, but it, honestly, at this point, it's mobile quarterback. There's still a stigma on it. And, you know, you've everybody's defended that and had his back and he performed. Like if you if you look back, actually, the Ravens had the best season in football last year. They beat more great teams than anybody else. It just didn't happen in the playoffs. So I think until he wins a playoff game, it, I don't even know if it matters what he does. So I don't know. Uh, and when, like I say, when I say pressure, it doesn't necessarily negative. It's just a real thing. So uh, well, who you got? So I got um, I'm saying the same division. As a matter of fact, in your backyard, Baker Mayfield. Okay, okay. I got him in a different category, but I think we're well, yeah. And he and this and he's like you saying, and, and especially with this preview, he's interchangeable. Where the pressure is on him because in in a set, yeah. like to me, I still think you got to think about this is man's fourth offensive coordinator 
So to me, I still think he's doing a fairly good job, considering the fact of him having so much turnover. You, you're hoping that, you know, him having now Kevin Stefanski in the fold and then Alex Van Pelt, you would would hope that this would kind of provide him some stability going forward. So there is the expectation and then just the, the roster that he has there. I think to me, if you look at them on paper, they're just as talent as Baltimore. And, hell, they beat Baltimore last year. I think Baltimore was like 14-2. and two. Yeah. And essentially, they gave them pretty much one of their worst loss losses yeah, they, in the regular season. They smoked. It was bad. I, yeah, was it, it might have been their last loss. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it, I think yeah so. they won. They won. Yeah. Like and um, no, I don't. I, I got him in a different category, but I mm-hmm. for some of the same reasons. And a lot of the pressure is created on his own. Like, and, and I don't have. I have no problem with a player saying like they're going to be great and then try to live up to it. I, I've never had a problem right. with that. But and and mm-hmm. you're right. They they put the team around him. But he has put himself in position to where sure. everybody's looking and they, and they want and everything everything's going to be scrutinized and I think that's kind of what the pressure yeah. is and and once you put yourself into where you're going to be scrutinized then it's a problem. Yeah, and then he has the talent like you have now. You know, there's no excuse as far as saying oh they don't have an offensive line. They got you know they they showed up their offensive line by getting uh, Jedrick Wills. In the first round, and then Jack yeah. Conklin, the solidified at right and left um, tackle yeah, position, and Joku, right? Yeah, he's in the fold, and then you, then you get Austin um, Hooper in the offseason from Atlanta. Oh yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. Right, and then you got Nick Chubb, who's a perennial at this point, a thousand yard rusher. He was the best running back in the league last right. year. Right, and I then think. you, you're right, and then you still got you know as far as Odell, um, Odell and uh, Jarvis there, so. Oh, yeah. You have the weapons. You have the weapons. You 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 had generally probably yeah, the, right. they're the most talented team, in my personal opinion, in the AFC North. Wow! If it, they got to get it done about that. If if you take real quick, if you take Tom Brady and throw him on that team, they're they're going to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. So wow, the pressure. So so I, this is crazy, but um, <laughs> you got people have to follow me on this one because we're we're talking about pressure. There's different kinds, and mm-hmm. um, and. I think that uh, going 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 down I seventy one. I think Joe Burrow has a lot of pressure on him because he had the greatest season in college football history last year, and 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 he's doing so well. Every report about him in the off season is that he's fine, that he's fine, and it just the more they build you up, the more they're going to tear you down. So I think there's a decent amount of pressure on him to to prove. That everybody's right. Not really that he's not trying to prove people wrong. He's trying to prove everybody right. I think that's a different kind of pressure. And I think he's, he, he might be up to it, but um, at, coming in as a rookie, I don't remember the last rookie quarterback that had the expectations that this kid's got on him right now. So that was kind of a reach, but then I started thinking about it. So I got, I got Joe Burrow on there too. Yeah. And you think about it because, and it's and weirdly way, which no one's really saying he wears number nine. He's yeah. a, a, a a Heisman Trophy winner, like this Carson. This is Carson uh-huh. Palmer all over again. Seventeen years reincarnated. Yep. Where now you look at he has those type of shoes to fill. You know because Cincinnati, fairly or not, they've had decent quarterbacks within yeah. the last twenty years. Well, so, you know this isn't you know we let's erase the Achilles Smiths and you know all those guys. But after they kind of got that wrong, they had you know. Carson Palmer that was there for years, and then uh, Andy Dalton. So, nope. yeah, he comes into yeah, and 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 just like I say, he's doing it. He's doing it so well 
mm-hmm. you can only go down. And I think there's a certain sure. amount of, you know, pressure to that. And he's only played, you know, after high school, he's only played one full season. And then now he's going to be an NFL quarterback. Um, so I don't know. I just thought there was a little extra info. Who else you got on your list? Um, Josh Allen. Okay. Matt is really, yeah, Matt is really quarterback heavy as far as, yeah, you know, that, as, far as that, that's going to happen. Yeah. It's, hard to, play, it's hard, to, hard to pick a right guard. Yeah. Right. Right. We know, <laughs> we know, we know that. We know that. I, I think Josh Allen, and, and it's funny with him, and I always, I always like, hear the, the the language when people say oh you got a big arm but you know we know that's cold word for okay he's not that good yeah yeah so so he really has to kind of step up i mean i know last year he he had was was in a 50 58 completion uh percentage last year and they're like that i mean that's that's average like that's below average but it's like he has to get it done and to me, now with them having that experience and almost winning a game in Houston, where I think if he would have had a little bit more experience, and yeah, you know, he would have took advantage of that. And honestly, if the Bills would have tackled Deshaun Watson, that's yep. a different story. Yeah, I mean, but, they have him. Yeah. yeah. So that's another thing. But then also, I just think we because we look at this Buffalo Bills team and we're like, they're gonna win, you know, the AFC East, and. You know he has to do a better job essentially um, than what he did. You know this this you know last year to have this team um, you know win the, the AFC East. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and with and with Brady leaving, it's on his yeah. shoulders, and he's got the defense. I totally I totally agree on that. When I kind of I kind of bounced him back and forth. He didn't make the list, but I, I don't think <laughs> you're wrong. But um, I, I got a kind of a weird one on here. I wanted to get out of the quarterbacks, and I you know just kind of kept looking and looking. Um, how about Derrick Henry? Um, that's a tough spot, you know. He took he took the you know I know he took the uh, the franchise, but it's still it's a lot of money, and he and he got all the credit for that Titans run. He got every ounce of credit for that Titans run, and he became all of a sudden he became you know Mister Unstoppable. You know he was Jim Brown all of a sudden for, <laughs> for ten weeks of the season, and and that's that's hard for a running back. So I, I think there's a lot of pressure for him, especially literally. There's actually physical pressure, like they know he's getting the ball. And the whole, you know, every defense has stopped Derrick Henry. That's that's a lot to try and carry a team 16 games to the playoffs as a running back when everybody knows you're the key to it. So I got I got Derrick Henry on there, actually. Yeah, because they had heightened expectations. And you think yeah. about it, this team went to the AFC Championship game on the back of him. So yeah. just imagine how it is. And he was, you know, of course, and he carried Earl, Earl Thomas with him <laughs> in that game. Right. Came, Earl Thomas came <laughs> Hey, yeah, you and me both know. That's why Earl Thomas got cut. Like, that dude, that's what I told somebody. I said, man, that dude could have got caught chewing gum in class and they'd have cut his ass, man, because, like, they, they didn't need any excuse. Um, he, uh, he didn't have a great season last year. But, yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, yes, yeah, Steven. Yeah, uh, and, and I think we talked about that on one of the shows, and I was like, you know what, I, I'll, I I'll go know. down a, uh, the foxhole, the yep. – uh, Ryan Tannehill foxhole for that one because, like you said, he you know, and he came on later on the season, so he was more so of like you know, what was it? I think he started what like ten the last final ten games of the season or what have you. But yeah, I mean, I he came on strong. He came on very oh, strong. I did, I did a lot about him last year on our show and brought up like I I broke down the stats and like the last I think it was eight weeks of the season he was as good as Tom Brady or any of them as far as like numbers mm-hmm. like that. I was definitely on his side. I was I, yeah. I was a Dolphin fan. I didn't I didn't 
want to get rid of him. I, I wasn't really on board with that. So I, I wish the kid well. So I had Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. On you got him. You got anybody else? Um, let's see. Also staying in the, in, in the AFC East, Sam Donald. I oh, once wow. again, I he's, another, about that. he's another guy where, and, and people call me crazy. I remember talking about this in the draft. This just team was seven and nine with him. And you think about it, he, he had mono for the, what? Yeah, he was for like six weeks. Yep. Well, five weeks. This team was still seven and nine. Like, that's still, that is still, you know, one of the things, even though Sam Donald's numbers suggest that uh, he's like a somewhat of a medial, medial talent. Cause I think what, uh, in the two years that he started, 36 touchdowns, 28 interceptions. Yeah, typical. It's, yeah, it's kept, like you said, a typical two year guy. And then this situation where my guy, Joe Douglas, the GM from, from our beloved um, state of, of Virginia, he, you know, if they're 79 and below, Joe Douglas don't have a problem getting rid of Adam Gase. He ain't yep. your boy, your boy, your boy, yeah. Adam Gase. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where he's like the pressure's on for them. And it's crazy to think like because and and I and I say this, and I'll always say this. I guarantee you, I think if Sam Don didn't have mono, we could be they could have been in that same race with New England. And Buffalo yeah. neck and neck. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they could. Yeah. I mean, they're not that far from Buffalo. I mean, as far as I'm not, I don't mean distance wise. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Any and 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 mm-hmm. all, anybody that plays in that New York market, it's a little bit of a different animal when you got three times the three times the reporters, you know, covering you and and killing you and expectations and fans. We learn. We work with a lot of Knicks fans. I've learned a lot about New York fans. Oh, yeah. they're, they're <laughs> they are a passionate group, man. Right. Um, we, <laughs> no, I, we got, need I got one more that I wouldn't, mm-hmm. he's got to be on your list somewhere. I got Dak Prescott. Um, and I like Dak once yeah. again, when I say this, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying they won't do it. I just, I think there's a ton of pressure when you've basically, you've basically said through your actions, even though once they dig into the numbers, him holding out for the money is not quite the big deal that I thought it was. Uh, Jay Stevens had a guy on his show and he kind of broke down what Dak was really uh, risking, so to speak. It's not near as much as I thought, but regardless, he essentially has come out and said, I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I want all the money. I'm not taking, you know, I'm not taking less and all that. So, and then he's on a Cowboys team that has to win. Like they absolutely have to win. So uh, I, I think there's a lot of pressure on Dak's shoulders to, to be a, not only to be a great quarterback stats wise, but also win. That's a lot. That's you yeah, because he can't even win. even if he wins a playoff game, but he has a mediocre season. It's not good enough. Not not for what he wants. You know, the he wants if he wants to be number two to Patrick Mahomes, like he's got to play like it too. So I, I got I, I got Dak on there. Yeah. Any yeah. other players on your, any other players on your list? Those are the only the key players. Yeah. I, I, and also I had some teams as well, Me which too. I think we'll allude to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Start with the team. You go you go with the team. Well, I, I mentioned earlier the Jets. Um you said the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, once again, yep. this is I a team, even too. though my my hated rivals. But to <laughs> me, you know, you finish you finish eight and eight, you get rid of um Jason Garrett. You bring in, you you know, you bring in um, McCarthy, who's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. 
You yeah. got the talent. You bring in a guy like a CD Lamb, who who should definitely acclimate to the game very quickly with just oh, yeah. the naturalization of you know having Baker Mayfield as a as his quarterback, Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts. So I think you know in the in the Oklahoma offense, well, that's a good know, point. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. That is the so he's. Yeah, and that's another thing too that, that I hated when people that the knock like, well, he had two professional quarterbacks. Well, he some well he caught the ball. Yeah, guess what? He still, he, he still yeah. that's what he wants to play for. That's a guy. You know what? I that's hadn't really thought about that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's so, the question? Drop it. <laughs> right, right. He, he he caught it. He caught it from them. So that's another that's another thing in his in arm. And then just I I just think that this team, you know, it's, it's I hate to say it, I, but they are on paper a very talented team. They are oh, not yeah. an eight and eight type of team. Like no, I, they, to be honest have, with you, I actually I, my I, note. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. My note for them is actually they have to make it. To I, I burnt. They have to make it to the NFC Championship game. They, they have to. I bleed burgundy and gold, but I do think this team is. It's they're an underachieving team. I'm not. I'm not gonna be anymore. I'm not gonna have any comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's we got Mo out on the ship, so he ain't gonna. He ain't gonna come. He ain't gonna come <laughs> right, right. So another team I got on there that I, I kind of thought about. I think the L.A. Rams. I think the L.A. Rams yeah. have to prove that they weren't a fluke in 2018. I love that team. I love the way they played. But last year. You know, you got all the hype. They got that young, fiery coach. We've seen this so many times. Like, oh, this guy, like, he, you know, he's he's the next this or the next that. He's he's going to do this. And then, you know, the next year, you're like, oh, they're mediocre. A lot of mistakes, a little sloppy. And then, you know, if he if he if they do that again, then it's going to be well, three out of four years were bad. So then all of a sudden you go. F- and, uh, so I think the Rams actually, I think they need to play well this year. Yeah, and they'll be on one of my lists as well. Which and then another team. I look at the Saints. I look at the Saints. I got they're on, they're on the list because you got to think about it. They really have to do something. I mean, you think about it. They lost in the in the in Minnesota Miracle. They lost there. Yeah. Then they end up losing again. I think I forget. Um, they lost. Oh, they lost Rams. to the Rams. That that crazy call. And then they let my boy. Kirk Cousins <laughs> go off on them in, in New Orleans and, and win that game. Yeah. And now this is the like you're at a point now where Drew Brees is 41 years old. Now it's like the time is now. Like, yeah. Like it's it's still a point where it's Super Bowl or bust. You've had three back to back traumatic, <laughs> extremely traumatic, heartbreaking, heart wrenching losses in the postseason. You got to overcome that hump because it's at a point now where can you could this team endure this again for the fourth time? Right, and, and, and that, actually, you're right, and that's what I'm yeah, I got them on. Yeah, I got them on a different list for for most, <laughs> most of the same reasons. Uh, you know, and I got a couple more guys on mine, and they're together. I think Belichick, Belichick, and Brady each have to prove that they can do it without the other. Uh, whether that I know it's not fair. It's totally different situations. They got different teams. Uh, Steven, uh, yeah, he nominates the Ravens. Yeah, yeah they yeah. they got a backing up too. Yeah, they're kind of in my Rams category, yeah. but I'm I'm a year away from the Rams. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. Belichick and Brady 
Belichick and Brady have to prove that one of them has to prove they can do it without the other or both. I, there's a there's a little, I, especially Belichick. I think Belichick's got a little more. Tom's playing with house money, but I think Belichick's got to prove. You know, if he goes seven and you know seven and nine with this team, it, it would be pretty good. I, I think. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Right. It's ex- because you can't think about it. Look at all those opt outs on the defensive side, and you're like, Ooh, oh, that's like, true. Yeah. That's and and what was funny about last year. Defense was their calling card because we were ever, and there were so many people who had these, you know, couch coach type of takes. Where it's like, is this the greatest defense that we've ever seen in yep. NFL history? Oh, I, like, had, I had a few of those conversations. <laughs> right, slow yeah. down. Like no. Yeah, and then I broke. Up we, in our we've show. seen. <laughs> yeah, we know it, and I and I had several shows last year to where I broke it down, and there's they had the I think it was their first eleven weeks was one of the easiest schedules in the history of football, like right. like mathematically it was. So I think they got. I just think they got something. They got something. They got a, something to prove. Um, you got anybody else on the pressure cooker? Um, let's see, team wise, and and that's funny. Go back to season point. I did um put actually I put the Bucks too. Bucks. Oh. Because of the talent, the, the talent on that team. Sense. This is it's a win. Yeah, it's a winner. Right. I mean, we That's like cause now, right? Because now Tom Brady. Okay, we're like okay. You've had the this your best receiving core that you've ever had in your career. Like oh, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. It sure yeah. is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you got Mike Evans on one side. You got Chris like Goodwin. You got Goodwin, Goodwin yeah, on the side. I, I Two good receivers, and, and you got three good receivers. Yeah. Uh, Brate, um, is Brate, Gronk, and uh, OJ Howard, which I wish we would have got OJ Howard, but that's for another, that's for another night. <laughs> but you look at that, that talent, and then you think about it this team was 79 last year, and they had a quarterback that threw the ball and who turned the ball over 30 times. They were good, they were 30 good. times, and and Brady's not even gonna throw a fraction of those interceptions. So to no. me. You you have to make the playoffs. That's true. You this ha- team, you was, have to this team yeah. was 79 with a quarterback that threw 30 interceptions. Steven nominates the Packers. Um, I don't think he's – I think there's a – they got a different category. We got a category coming up, Steven, that you <laughs> may like. Uh, that's, all I, that's all I yeah. have for the pressure cooker. You got anybody else, man? Not for that – yeah, that team-wise, nope. Yeah, that, that was pretty good, I, and I think uh, – I think that was correct too. I hadn't I hadn't thought about the the Bucks, but man, you're right. Um, they sold out and they got rid of a. I mean, regardless of what you think, I mean, Winston's good enough to be a franchise quarterback. I don't, you know, he yeah. he's a, he's a starting quarterback in the league. So I want to talk about him a little bit later. Okay, for our next category, you got to follow me here, people. I call it diffusing the bomb. Essentially, these are players or teams or whoever that you like. Right now, they got to choose between the red wire and the green wire, or if it, it's either going to they're either going to defuse the bomb or it's going to blow up in their face. It's do or die. So I think a couple of our teams that we just talked about are in that. So and here, here I'll go back to we already had this guy once. This is where I put Baker Mayfield because, mm, yeah. because of everything you said. They put they got all the talent around him. Um, it, the, the team is built for him, and but they got a new coach. Is what this is why I think it makes a difference because a new coach is not going to. He is not going to um, sacrifice his job for Baker Mayfield if it's going wrong. Like he will, bl- he will, he will, he will not fall on the sword for ba- uh, you know a guy that he didn't pick. So I think if Baker, you know, regresses or anything like that, I think that coach will you know start looking the other way because 
it's his job on the line. So I think uh, I think Baker's it's a it's a banger bust season for Baker Mayfield. It sounds crazy at this age, but mine's and it's got to be you know everybody knows I'm a UNC guy, so guys who younger than me, I call him my nephew, my nephew Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, my, my little nephew, my little nephew you're, Mitchell. That, you know what? That is a, that's a that's actually correct. I hadn't I kind of overlooked him, but you're and right. The, and the thing is, I don't necessarily think his career would essentially be over. Oh no, yeah, that's what. But I essentially, mean. he would probably be a career backup with somewhere. Down the line, you're like I, this. It's, it will be a fall from grace. I put it this mm-hmm. way. I don't think it's going to be a situation where he could, could recover unless Barn, if there's injury to the starter wherever he goes next year, or he might be to it. To your point, he might be Aaron Rodgers' backup. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we'll talk about that a little no, later. I, I agree. I, I totally agree with him. That's that's a good pick because I think that yeah. he has to, he has to perform or it's he's got he's starting over if he doesn't. Um, that's that's yeah. a that's he's actually probably more on the bubble than Baker is. And then I got another guy. This is this is a crazy one here, but I I think because of the contract and because because of the team and everything else, I think Ezekiel Elliott. I I think. So I think everything has to go right this year, or it's going to be a mess. I, I really think that there's something you just when you give a quarterback or a running back that much money, it always causes you know stress on the the franchise. And I know his numbers were there last year, but when you watch the games, when when the games that were came down to it, it was always Dak. It's no, you know it's never. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but if you're going to give a guy quarterback money <laughs> at the running back position. You, you know what I mean? He's he's got to go. So I got I got Zeke on there. I think that uh, I think this is a turning point year at his age. I mean, it sounds crazy to say that we're talking like year six or seven. Uh, it's so uh, I think that uh, I think he's got to carry this team to the playoffs for sure. I think he has to carry him to the playoffs too. Yeah, and another another one. I, um, I think it's gonna be Cam Newton. I really think uh-huh. because now and it's funny and it's the weirdest thing. I almost like to me it's it's do or die in New England. We all know if you you know you do good in New England, you'll get your payday. But if it fizzles, you're one foot out the out the NFL door. Yeah, and if he and and if he's with a coach like Belichick and doesn't succeed, if or it right. wound up like the last couple of years, he's not gonna they're not just gonna keep giving him chances. Um, yeah, and that's a guy that like I would normally defend him to the end, but I think. He just hasn't played the last couple of years. I got I got nothing to go by, and I don't, and if the injuries are legit, I hope he feels better. And I'd love to see him back to the cam that we saw, you know, four or five years ago. Um, yeah. You know, that was that was fantastic. But you're definitely right. And then, uh, okay, so I got kind of a group one here. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger, and the Steelers. This is a this is one of those years. I don't think they can just have another like fighting through injuries and fighting for the playoffs. And we don't know exactly where we're going. And we got veterans bringing veterans in. And I think it's, I think that if things go wrong this year, it might be, uh, you know, blow the thing up and start over. Uh, so I think the Steelers, yeah. I think it's, I think this is a, a do or die year for the Steelers. Yeah. And, I, and it's funny. I was to piggyback on that. I was, you know, big, big Ben. I think, you know, yeah. the situation where, Hey, we got to see what's going on with him. Do we move forward? Cause I mean, what right. big Ben, 38 so it's like it's you know a situation where well maybe we need to kind of you know move on from it and coming off a a major injury like he did last year so yeah so this is i think 
the Packers category here, like Steven said. I think I think this is a big year for them. They can't they can't just sit on uh yeah, they can't just sit on this. Actually, I'll just I'll just go with it. They're on my list. Uh, they're on my list as far as the teams that uh, that need to to prove something. I got Green Bay on here. It, it might be just like with the Steelers. It might be time to move on um, yeah. if if this doesn't go good. And I'll just go ahead and throw this in there because you already brought them up. I got New Orleans in this category for yeah. the same reasons that you had earlier. Uh, I don't think yeah, I don't think you can keep treading water with with older quarterbacks. You're going to wind up with a a veteran team. And a backup quarterback, and it's gonna it becomes a mess. Uh, I think your team has to sort of reflect the your roster has to sort of reflect the age of your quarterback, in my opinion, uh, to a certain extent. Yep. And I think you get in trouble if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And they drafted Love too, so hmm. I think I think the the notices the notices out there. Um, uh, oh, you know what? I got. Well, you know, good. You got any more in this category? As far as teams or just players? Either. Whatever you got. I- I got teams, so I'm, I'll go back to Steven's point. I think they're going to move on regardless because, to me, them drafting Jordan Love was a slap in the face. This team was maybe execution-wise maybe a good quarter and a half away from win, to winning the NFC. You don't provide him in a wide receiver that is a wide receiver rich draft. Wow. Like this was a, a this was like a free fall when it came to when you get a guy like a T. Higgins in the second round, like – this is a gold man for you know yeah. for this this was a wide receiver market and you don't get him you get a quarterback. So even if they're 13 and 3 again, even though Matt LaFleur is my guy, former Redskin um, watch the football team coach. Sorry me, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. But um, <laughs> no. it's but, gonna happen. It's gonna happen, man. But that's the thing where you like you I, like regardless of what they do, they're gonna get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, they could be in the same spot next year, because to me, that lets me know you don't even want to make a legitimate run. Like you mean to tell me if you you had an opportunity, you could have got guys like Jordan Jefferson. Not Jordan, oh, wow. I, I, not that George Jefferson. The other, I keep on getting him confused because that's his cousin. But um, the kid from LSU, you oh, get yeah, yeah. you could have got T Higgins. You could have got a lot of wide receivers at at that spot. Anybody, like, got somebody. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, out of all the ones that we talk about in that that, that was drafted in that second tier, they're probably going to be a thousand yard receivers potentially. Oh yeah, especially so, in this NFL. And, right, with, right. and with Aaron Rodgers, you know they're going to be a thousand right. receiver. And then you don't want to team him up with a guy like a. Div- and then it's like, like you could have got Jordan. Like, why would you get Jordan Love so early? Like, and that's another thing too, where they're going to blow it up regardless. Like Lafleur yeah. is like, this is going to be my guy going forward. And you know, yeah, I'm not gonna rely on a 37 year old quarterback. I think the writing's on the wall. Might be on to something there. I got another team on there, and I don't think that mm-hmm. I think it might be, I don't think it's quite as extreme, but I think the Atlanta Falcons got, mm. got some. Anytime you got an aging quarterback and a pretty decent roster, and yeah, I mean, Julio is not getting younger, uh, Ryan's not getting younger. <laughs> it's like, how long can you ride this, this same? the same team out. So I think they're on a, uh, I think this is a big year for them that they it, it, coming into next year, they will be a different team. If things don't go well this year. And call me crazy. I, I, I actually got, I got two, well, two solid teams. Number one, I hate to say this, but it's the Los Angeles Chargers. This team for the life of me, I think for the last 15 years have just, I don't know, for some odd reason, 
they have just done just the most weirdest thing. Like one year you can predict them to go to the Super Bowl, like I did last year. They end up being four and twelve. Like they do these things, and it's, it's like, what is going on? Like, and now, and then the crazy thing that happened the other day in training camp. Um, Derwin, um, yeah, Derwin Dur- James got hurt, and I'm oh, just like, yeah. oh, not again. And that was one of the biggest issues. Even though they kind of rebuilding on the fly, because you, of course, you got a guy like a Justin, um, Justin Herbert, you drafted yeah. him. You know, Tyrod probably get the start, but they're on the verge of blowing this team up. And now it's to a point where you get the currency, you know, as far as almost like what you guys did last year, where hey, yep, hmm, can we get for Mel- Melvin Ingram? Like, can we get a first? Yeah, do we, you know, do we get on the phone with you know GMs and be like, hmm. What can we get for a Melvin Gordon? I know yeah. Melvin Gordon, but a Melvin Ingram. What can we get for him? Yeah, like, it's you know, weird. Let's check the bushes and see what we can get. Yeah, and you're paying you're paying the defensive line all that money, and but then you draft a new quarterback. You're going in there with Tyrod, which I would I tell you what, it would do my heart good to see Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Him, just let him play a season, uh, just because I like the guy so much. Um, but you're right; they're at the, and they're they're at that weird spot to where. You know, now you got veterans and you got a super young quarterback and you start having this, you know, Keenan Allen. You know how the receivers are going to be. He's not going to put up with a rookie quarterback. Right. Because he wants it, you know, he wants the yards and he wants to win. It's it'll right. it'll be a mess. And then they have to kind of set the tone in the division where it's like you think about it. Kansas City owns this division. We know that for a fact. Oakland yeah. is coming up. Oakland is coming up. And this and a team that could that could potentially crash the whole AFC East, the AFC West party, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. They got a nice, they got a nice, nice young talent. Like they got coupled with a couple of veterans. So to me, if you're, you're literally the last man standing in that conference and you're in one of the most beautiful stadiums in the, in the country. Oh yeah. And you have the, one of the best uniforms in the NFL. Uh, in my it, first so now it's to a point where, Hey, you, we have to rebuild it. It's almost like Carolina. We gotta, we just really have to rebuild this team from you know, and and you know, everybody except for maybe like Justin Herbert could go, you know. So you know, oh yeah, yeah. Vegas, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I'm Vegas. gonna do it. I, I still, call, I still call them San Diego Chargers. Who are you telling? Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so the Raiders, yeah. So that's another thing too, where they're 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 in a weird spot, and it's yeah. one thing about it. They might mess around and they might mess around and it could be eleven and five. They were like, one of the know. best teams in the AFC two years ago. <laughs> right. I mean, right. it was, it's just it's crazy. They were twelve, 12 and four, I think. Because matter of fact, they beat they beat Baltimore. They beat Baltimore and remember because um because that was that was the, the they were twelve and four and remember they. Because remember they beat Baltimore. Remember Joe Flacco came, you know, so was taking up to join. Then Lamar Jack came as a rookie. Yes, and almost beat uh, at that time. Saying, "Well, it was it was Los Angeles. They were Los Angeles." And that's another thing too, where you're like, "We're only what three years removed from that." Yeah, and now right. you're like, which is which is crazy. It's, it's, you know, it's so they are weird. They're a weird team, weird roster. But I think you, Denver's definitely going to decide. Like they're yes. going to decide that division. They're going to knock somebody off. Or they're the future. Or, they're or the future division. Uh, they're going to compete with. They they could compete physically with Kansas City going yeah. down the line. I think yeah, nice. in, in the next year or two. Solid secondary. Um, that's all I had for do or die. You got anybody else? The Lions. Oh yeah, this and this, see, this is a weird one too because 
I'll ask you real quick, since you put them on there, um, what is success for them this year? <laughs> and and what's weird about this team? They and I hate. I mean, it's weird. They had flashes. The thing that killed them was, of course, Stafford getting hurt, injured. I think he injured his back, whatever. So they were playing Jake, Jake Driscoll, <laughs> the the, the, the uh, former oh, University of Florida uh, legend. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so then you think to yourself, okay, well, if if you have a healthy Matthew Stafford through the whole entire year, you would at least hope to at least finish second or third potentially. Steven thinks seven wins. That's I, but, that a success? Uh, I mean, but it's to a point now where I'm it's it's to a point where they're gonna have to get rid of Matt Patricia. And there is no way on God's green earth if he goes seven and nine and you let Jim Caldwell go at nine and seven. Oh yeah. For this guy that that that's, that hasn't even touched the five hundred mark for three years in a row, it's a it's 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 a problem. And they're weird. They're a, you're right. They're in a they're in a team in a weird spot because I think Stafford's really good, but you can't just you can't just keep playing these seasons out like this. And um, yeah, and I'd then like to, mm-hmm. I'd like to see what would happen if they'd have finished off that Dallas game. I mean, it feels like forever ago now. Right. Heck. I think Tony Romo was there. I mean, it was a while ago, but I mean, they had him. Just you never know what a playoff win, what a what a spun into. Right, right, and that's the thing too. Where, and I still, to me, they're still like a four place team because I still got hope in Chicago. I think you know, essentially, they're two years removed from having a, a real good a season. Great season. Yeah, yeah. So then you bring in maybe Nick Foles, who could kind of recapture that you know that magic and then he's with a guy like a Matt Nagy who's an understudy of course Andy Reid and Doug Peterson you know Frank Wright all those guys so he's you know in that kind of mode again he's not you know so I think I, think I sold my stock in the Bears um, I think I've came to that point I, I I know it's only been a couple years but there's there's something missing there and I maybe it's just the Trubisky thing but there's just something that doesn't but I, I think that's just yeah. me personally um I, guess. <laughs> I think I, yeah. I think I'm a little down on the Bears this year. So, uh, anybody else? No, that's it for me on that end. Oh, that, that was good. I, I think I agree with all those. There's so we had about five teams there that it's it's time. And um, like you say, you, then you got the choice. You like do you go do you go to Tampa Bay Bucks and sell out for veterans, or do you go Miami Dolphins and sell everybody and hope you win in five years? I, I we don't know yet what's the right answer is. I hope it's the Dolphins, but but I, but I do like I like that, and and a lot of people it was really very unpopular. Now I remember mm-hmm. you probably remember this too, where we were like, why would you get rid of Laramie Tunstall? Why would you get rid of Kenny Steele? Why would you get rid of Mika Fitzpatrick? Yeah. But. This is what you have to do if you wanted to start over and you're trying to collect assets. If you're committed, if you're committed and to it, yeah, committed. I agree. And yep. you know, you know, you know, and they're gonna have time. So that's the thing too, where I think they're gonna have enough time to get it together. And then hell, this team, honestly, honestly, Jeff, y'all won five games. Like, who yeah. would have ever thought in a million years that the Dolphins gonna win five oh, games? Beat the Patriots. Right. Ruin the Patriots season. Exactly. And and that's 
essentially on the strength of a guy like Brian Flores, where he's just a tough, he's a he's a Bill Belichick disciple. I lo- love him. Love he's him. he's he's a guy. I know those guys, all 53 of those guys will run through a brick wall for him. Yeah, I, I know I that for a fact. I think he's he, I know we, we just like we talked about with Mc, uh Sean McVay, I know he's one of those guys that you know he, he looks the part, he acts the part, it's perfect. Yeah. I hope they're patient and I hope it works out for him because I want to keep him. I don't want to this coaching cycle that we're on and these offensive um, uh, coordinator retreads that we get. Like, I don't know their name when they come in. They don't do it. Like, I'm tired of that. I want this guy. I want this to be my, <laughs> my next coach. You know, in 10 years from now, I want to be like, that's my dude. But and it's been a while since I've had that. I mean, I had Shula my lifetime. And then mm-hmm. since then, even Jimmy Johnson was never like – and then since then, it's just been – I mean, Dave Wanstad. I mean, it's just on and on and on with these 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 uh, coordinator retreads. I'm tired of it. I want a football coach. Darn it. Anyway, that's my Dolphins rant. I know you guys going to get a lot of those out of me. But. Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin. Adam Gates. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just – it was endless. They're, they're, these guys are like quarterbacks coach. They're not – they're not – football Mike Tomlin's a football coach Uh, that's the kind of guy I like let the coordinators I don't let them coordinate I I need a football coach to manage the team and I I need a I need a boss you know what I mean and and I I like Flores I like I like his style everything I really like everything about him so I'm I'm hopeful so um all right we got another the next category is a little weird you got a few of them here, so I called it. We're gonna do. We're gonna do. I called it. Uh, watch your six next. And essentially, what I what I challenge coach with is just to come up with some some basically some veterans or or however you want to interpret it that need to that that may not that need to watch out for their job. Like out of nowhere, you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Uh, it was a little weird category, but I I think uh, I think my man's up to the challenge. So I'll start off so people get a feel. I put a crazy. I put actually, it's kind of a weird one for me, but I put a crazy one on there. I really think that, and I'm not wishing injury or anything, but Drew Brees is not a young man, and he's he's been dinged up a little few years. He's a he's a smaller guy out there at 40 years old. I think Jameis Winston might be the starting quarterback of the Saints when this season's over, and I and I like it. I think he's in, I think he's in a great spot. I like the kid. I think he fit perfect with Peyton. I think that's why Peyton got him. I don't think he got him, you know, as a good backup. I really think he's a so anyway. That's a crazy one, but I got I got uh, Drew Brees needs to uh, needs to watch out because I think Jameis Winston might be quarterback in this team in uh, January. Yeah, I got um, one. Anyway, a couple. And that and actually, fact, fact, I started off with your squad. The bearded one, my God, I love. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Ryan Fitzpatrick guy. You know, through in and throughout, you know, in and out. But I think Tua is gonna. I think he's gonna see some some action this year. Really? I think I think towards the end of the year, I can see I can see him making. Yeah, you know, I can see him probably post Thanksgiving, pre Christmas. Right okay. around. I hope so, man. I mean, I sort of hope so. Yeah, I mean, I see him, you know, doing, you know, you know, um, you know, having that that. Uh, you know, having that in Arizona, I think Arizona need to watch out. A lot of guys need to watch out on the linebacker side because okay. I think Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons nice is somebody's job. Yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons scares me. Stephen, I say this reverently, but 
I am if I'm you as a Ram fan and I had to see him twice a year, I am mortified. <laughs> he's a guy, and I talked about him at nauseum during the draft. And I'm like, he's one of those guys where at Clemson he played just about every position on the defense. They even had him as a as a uh, nickel corner. When I'm we just, did our, when yeah. we did our, yeah, Troy, you don't have to tell a high state fan about him putting it in a drop. In yeah. the back. Um, so when we did the NFL draft special on my show, mm-hmm. everybody who had like one of the top six or seven picks, every time they asked me like, who do you think we should draft? He was my answer for every one of them. I wanted him in the dolphins. I would, I mean, I like Tua. it's nothing against Tua, but yeah. I was like, that's who I would have drafted. I, he, he's got a, um, oh, I shouldn't even say this, but, um, as far as like a guy that's on defense, that's not on the defensive line that you got to worry about. He's got an Ed Reed quality to him as far as, or a Paul Amalu, a guy that a little bit of an intangible, you might not know where he's lining up. You might not know, you know what he's doing. So, uh, man, that, yeah, that's a good call. That's he's, I think he's in a perfect spot too. I love that Arizona team, by the way. And then when, and then with Arizona, they gave up 16 touchdowns, like tight ends, like tight ends had a feast on them last year. Yeah. I think their opposing tight end scored like 16 touchdowns, you know, throughout the whole year. Oh, wow. So having him at that linebacker position sometimes. And then what's crazy about it, and this, and this is something that I bit off of Daniel Jeremiah, he could be a spy for Russell Wilson. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, that's going to be problematic. Like, he, like it's so much that you – he's so he's such an interchangeable part. Like, he's going to be one of those guys you're like – you see – Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, not to not to make you sad, but a good comparison is when uh, like Sean Taylor came into the yep, league. Absolutely. He had that quality of like, you know, he was a little bit. He was sort of the other side of it, to where you bring him up to do some different stuff. And Isaiah, you're dropping him back, but it's still the same versatility. And um, and there's a lot of guys like that. There's a oh man, like uh, shoot, my favorite player. I can't remember his name. Fred Warner out there in San Francisco. He's a, he's a guy like that. Like you can move him around and he's a, he's a tackler and, uh, but athletic. And so, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so I got a group here and we've touched on a lot of these, but just as a group, so, um, I called him the white sneaker gang. Okay. So Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, and Ben Roethlisberger are all not coming into 2021 as starting quarterbacks. There's just no way that this is going to, I, there's, there's got to be a changing of the guard. I hate to use that term, but I don't know what else to say. I think that uh, all five of those guys, the time is the time is coming quickly with all this talent around them. So I think every one of those guys needs to to to, to be work, to be concerned or start start thinking about start thinking about them uh, retirement plans. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that to have a Hall of Fame career, but. Um, some something's changing. Those guys, those guys are all not going to be on the same team in 2021. There's no way. Nah, nah. They they, they might be kicking back in those white New Balance. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm, they should be out mowing the lawn and barbecuing by now, like like Peyton Manning. Um, and then um, another uh, situation. I I I you know my beloved Washington football team. Um, I look at guys that um, Ryan Kerrigan. I mean, he's the eighth this wonder, the pride of Purdue University, and he's another guy where you know. And even Jack Del Rio said, and it's funny. I read the tea leaves when he said, "Well, it's a lot of guys who aren't going to start on this team." So, yeah, like, hmm, you know, we're looking at him, Matt Ioannidis. Are they going to be, you know, 
Are they going to be there? You know, as far as, you know, because we got Montez Sweat there. So you're like, who's going to take over that um, that defensive tackle spot? Yeah, I tried to look. Sorry, man. I'm glad you brought that up because I tried to look through some of those. And I'll just be honest with you. I just not um, in touch mm-hmm. enough. And I was, I was trying to find some. So I'm glad you brought Kerrigan up because that's a great example. I think, yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I think what Jack Del Rio said, it's almost felt like I it felt like he was talking about him and like guys like him and yeah. Matt Ananias. So, and that vicious four three that we have with our newly installed defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio will give all my NFC East brethren <laughs> some hell, and, and the Eagles will be the first one to get that hell in what thirteen days from today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how close it is. No, that's that's actually because I actually I pondered JJ Watt, but I don't think we're at that point with JJ just yet. I think he's still at full go. Um, but he, he was he was I, he was in that same category with Kerrigan there, and I just I didn't pull the trigger. I was like, man, I think it's a little early, but but it's it's it happens, you know. And there's nothing wrong with a guy being a substitute, you know, pass rusher. But I and then you got to look at contracts too, man. That weighs a lot on it. There's a you know if you got a guy getting paid, you know. Uh, franchise cash, like you, you can't just have them sit in the bench. So it's it's a weird time. I also just threw the whole Patriots organization on there. Um, everybody yeah. on everybody on that team needs to look out because if things go astray in a couple of weeks, they may just you know they're knee jerk. You know they're they're not going to wait around and they're not going to ride out four bad seasons. I mean they will turn that right. roster over. They turned it over when they had Brady. Right. What was it? I, I forget what the stat is, but only like one other player like played in all those Super Bowls with Brady, like it's, it's crazy stats about the number of players right. that played in all those Super Bowls. So like if it starts going bad, I think they'll turn that roster over quick. Yeah. Bill Belichick will do whatever. Yep. He he benches Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. He sends poor Ty- <laughs> he sent poor Tyquan Underwood home the night before the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Tyquan Underwood, man. He was a Madden star, man. You could pick him up cheap on Madden and get some performance out of him. <laughs> <laughs> he was always on. He was always available, man. Yes, always, yeah. always, always. <laughs> man, yeah, that that's just a few. But I mean, it's the NFL, man. Everybody's got to be looking out for their job. But absolutely, uh, I think yeah. we're I think we have a big turnover in quarterbacks. Just we touched on, you know, you got Love already in Green Bay. You got, you know, Herberts. You know, already took basically already took Phillips' job. You know, Phillips not he's not gonna. How many seasons he really gonna play in Indianapolis? So I think there's a big change coming, which is cool. I'm good with it. There's some a lot of talent coming up. So, uh, so you ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, yeah. This one, this one's a little crazy. We're gonna we'll finish up with this one. I call it the Clark Kent, um, the Clark Kent category. So basically, it's just a player that, unless you're like the off, you know, one of us geniuses on the off the ball network or a fantasy football guru, you you may not have heard of the guy, but I think they're gonna put up some some serious stats this year. I'm just, and I just said stats, you know, they don't have to win a Super Bowl. Um, I started, I had a guy on there and this is crazy. He's ranked, I think in fantasy generally, this guy's ranked like around 30, but I see uh, DK Metcalf having a, him and Russell, for some reason, I think they may have a huge year, even, even over him and Tyler Lockett. Like he's predicted like 900 yards and like nine touchdowns. Great season. I see more like 13 or 1400, maybe, maybe, you know, 12, 13 touchdowns, like a huge impact. Uh, so that's my uh, that's my pick for didn't see that coming award. Yeah. So I actually have three guys that I have. Go ahead. 
So one, um, I get the bias out of the way. Uh, <laughs> Terry McLaurin, I that think uh, he's another guy. You know, of course, Jeff o- OSU. Oh, you know, I know, yeah. OSU pride. So I think he's gonna be a guy that's gonna definitely eclipse the thousand yard mark. Um, I think this team is gonna be successful as I somewhat envision. I think he's going to be one of the major, you know, as far as offensively wise, we will break out guy. And then a guy, maybe 30 something miles outside of the DC area and, and uh, another beltway guy, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. I think he's, you know what? Both those guys you said, I contemplated. So I'm glad you brought them up. Um, I think Marquise Brown is going to have another, he's going to have a breakout year this year. I think he's going to be another one. You know, we're going to be hearing his name often. I happened, have real quick, what happened to him last year? Did he get injured? Because uh, he was he started off with all those touchdowns, and, and I we watch like pretty much every game. My wife's a huge Ravens fan. I was thinking maybe he got dinged up last year that Thanks. slowed him down. But I'm not. I, I don't recall, but yeah, I, I think so. But I'm not 100 percent sure. But yeah, I'll throw my last one in there before, and then I'll let you finish up just so we break it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's it's crazy. He's a rookie, and this isn't a hard one. But I think Cam Akers in Los Angeles could have a huge year. Oh yes, I in, forgot in that offense. I mean, you know, I think about what that offense looked like two years ago, and that the running back can thrive in that eleven personnel. And uh, and I think Cam Akers was really good. Um, you know, he, he fell through the cracks here at Florida State because they just they're on a little bit of a downswing. But um, I think he's a, a a super talented player, and I think he could have a I think he could have a huge rookie year. Um, I mean, he's going to be the starting running back unless they trade like for Fournette or somebody. But uh, so I got a Cam Akers on there. Oh, here's another. Steven's got a nominee. Steven, yeah, Robert Woods. There you go. Hell of a receiver. Hell of a receiver. Yes. Yep. So, uh, uh, so Devin Singletary, the running back from the Buffalo I Bill. I almost had him there too. I think if they're successful, if they're going to circle the wagons like the Buffalo Bills occasionally do, I think he's going to be one of their major guys because can we really rely on the arm of the big arm strength? Big of, arm. Can we rely on our big arm? On, on the big arms of the uh, of the former Wyoming great Josh Allen. Can we, <laughs> can we rely on it? So that's another thing. And then world will know Drew Locke, the pride of Missouri. <laughs> I, I, I skimmed over he, him. That's going to be the eye of John Elway's, the apple of John Elway's eyes. Yeah. And I think we are, we are all going to be captivated by Drew Locke. I think really? now, now, because you think about he really didn't have a lot of weapons last year. I think he had like, like Noah oh. Faint. So now he got, you know, Jerry Judy. He got yep. uh, KJ Ham- Hamler on the other side. Melvin Gordon as his running back. I'm like, hmm, we gonna. I think we're gonna know his name. He gonna he's yeah. gonna form into us to the to the. He's gonna be heavily introduced to the masses. This yeah, year. he was on my nominee list, and I didn't quite pull the trigger because I I was I I didn't really put the offense together like you just did, but I think I agree now. Um, and, and that I was that's why I like Cam on there and those young guys, and I and I looked at Acres, and I'm like, man, he's just gonna he just fell into a situation, you know. Yeah. And I and I love him at Florida State, and it's so sad that he was at Florida State. He was putting up some great numbers at oh, Florida he's State. He was their team. Uh, he was their offense. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I think he's. I think he's going to be really good. Uh, but I like no. I like the. I like the lock pick too. I, I don't think you're wrong about that at all. Um, actually, I, you know, that's. I think. I think that was pretty good. I like that. Um, 
I'll go back and listen to this show here in about two months, and we'll probably <laughs> we'll see yeah. you at the end of the year. Yeah. We'll These guys are smart. These guys are <laughs> ahead of the curve. They're gonna ask us for they're gonna ask us for stock tips. Thanks. Watch. <laughs> like y'all bring uh, this. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, so um. I don't know, man. I can't think of any other categories. That was just, I just want to do kind of a player team show. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff coming up. Uh, coach will be doing weekly football shows. I'm going to be doing weekly football shows, previews, recaps, the whole off the ball network. Uh, there's going to be anything, you know, we're going to be putting all kinds of stuff up on the website here soon, you know, for the, for the football season, it's going to be crazy. There's plenty of information coming, you know, like you see there, go to the, you know, go to the webpage, keep up with us, listen to everybody's shows, uh, you're gonna. I'd say you'll probably see me and coach together a few times this year. That's just a. I'm just. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. Yeah, you know that. That's we. You know we. Yeah. Uh, and anybody that misses, we schedule day, it. We coordinate. Oh yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. We did it. Well, salt pepper. We got to stick together, man. Um, Going strong. We, we did a great show the other day. If anybody missed it, we did uh, best sports video games of all time. That was a lot of fun. We had a uh, you know a big group on there. Uh, Steven, thanks for you know showing up as usual tonight and helping out, man. It means a lot to us. Chris, it's good to see you. Um, Coach, uh, thank you again. Thanks for being my uh, – uh, you're my partner at this point. Let's let's face it, man. That's just that's just how it is. We, we've done a lot of shows together this year. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate you being on. Um, I appreciate you putting the time and effort into the list on short notice. I know you, you're uh... – <laughs> <laughs> so um so anyway uh but he is glad the nfl will be back soon oh yes, um, yes. And, and we all are and we will be back soon too thanks everybody for watching go check out couch coach live he does a couple shows a week and uh thanks for listening everybody be kind to each other and have a great week see you coach yes sir